Hello everyone, welcome to our podcast, The Little Women. We are three best friends who wanted to create a platform to communicate with an audience similar to our age, teenagers. We discuss relevant topics from significant movements to simple teenage issues that feel like the end of the world. Be on the lookout for our special guest episodes to hear about all the different kinds of people who have taken their time to not only educate us, but also you guys, giving an endearing insight into their lives. In today's episode, we are joined by Bashita Ahuja. Bashita has been playing chess since she was seven, and now she plays internationally and has even been crowned state champion. At only 16, Bashita has her own foundation, Samvedna, which aims at teaching underprivileged sections of society chess. Her foundation is currently teaching over 300 underprivileged children from seven states across India, and has even been endorsed by India's sports minister and other popular sports icons. Not only this, Bashita is also an author. In her book, Open Your Wardrobe for Answers, she educates her readers on the topic of clothing psychology. Today, we'll be talking to her all about her journey and her accomplishments. So the first question we have for you is that you've been playing chess since you were seven years old. Um, could you tell us a bit about how you actually got into playing chess and like, just like how you got into it? Sure. So I was seven years old when my mom taught me chess and my brother was five years at that point. So she taught us both how to play this game. She basically read it in some parenting book that teaching your children how to play (laughs) chess really benefits them because, you know, um, chess teaches you patience. It teaches you problem solving skills. It improves your memory. So there were a lot of benefits of playing this game. And she just taught us like a board game. How to mm. play chess. Oh, wish I did that. I need to learn how to, need to learn some patience. <laughs> um, so when did you decide to not only play chess for, uh, chess for enjoyment, but to transition into the competitive aspect as you were crowned state champion? Right. So um, we used to go to an academy to learn chess professionally. And every Sunday there used to be tournaments uh, like, you know, held inside the academy. And we started performing very well in those tournaments. And the coach, um, the professor who would teach us, he found um, that, you know, we had great potential in this field. And he really encouraged us to actually pursue it as a career. So that's when we decided that, you know, instead of playing it as a hobby, we will take it professionally. We will participate in tournaments and we will, you know, play state level, national level and even international level. Yeah. So how do you think that led to starting your foundation? Right. So chess has been a, you know, a very big part of our lives since um, nine years now. And it's been so many years since we've been playing this game that it has become a passion. And we really, really love this sport so much that we really wanted to teach this to as many individuals as we could. We wanted to spread this game as far and wide as possible. And that's what led us to start some Vedna our organization which is aimed at taking chess to every nook and corner of the world Mm. well now you've established your foundation um could you tell us what your aims are for this foundation and what sort of things you guys do 
sure so we basically organize tournaments and we um like you know host events where we um where we try to encourage people to play chess where we try to create an interest in them and the entry fees that we get in these tournaments we invest that into our social aspect of samvedna through which we are teaching the underprivileged kids at the present moment we are teaching 300 50 plus underprivileged kids from across seven states in India and we really hope that this year we reach out to senior citizens as well um because we feel that senior citizens because they cannot really play sports physically they can actually indulge in a mental sport and increase their daily productivity and as far as underprivileged kids are concerned our dream is that one day from the slum areas grandmasters are born and we really feel that you know we this year we want to take chess to 5000 people at minimum wow, wow. <laughs> jesus thank you that's, that's amazing. amazing thank you <laughs> um how did it feel to gain so much support for your foundation from prominent sports icons and india's sports minister did you reach out to them or did they end up contacting you right so um the sports minister he came as a chief guest to our tournament la- like in december 2019 that time we were very um we we were very new and we had just begun so we had reached out to him and we really felt very blessed that you know he endorsed us he came to our event he encouraged just so it was a moment of pride that uh, sports icons like gautam gambhir and um, the minister himself they all came and they all motivated us they all supported us and they all uplifted us so it was really really a very happy and joyful feeling and we felt very blessed after that <laughs> Well, alongside your huge chess accomplishments, um you've also written a book called Open Your Wardrobe for Answers. Could you share with our listeners what this book is about? Sure. So, Open Your Wardrobe for Answers is based on clothing psychology. and it's a very rare subject you don't really get to hear about clothing psychology uh, as much as you probably hear about other subjects that's what actually fascinated me to actually you know research about it and write a book on this topic and um basically you know the importance of this subject is that the first impression is the last impression and your clothing that is your first impression it takes a matter of 3 seconds for an individual to form an opinion about you and that's why it's very important that you give the right um, impression in your first interaction with them yeah so what inspired you to write this book do you feel like you just wanted to write a book and you were looking for a topic or do you feel like the topic came to you and you were like i want to write a book about this so- it was about you know the topic that really fascinated me i wanted to i started researching about clothing psychology not because i wanted to write a book but because i wanted to understand more about myself based on my clothing choices so once right. i started researching i found out some really interesting information that i really wanted to share with others and that's where i thought you know why not write a book on this subject i've always loved writing as a ex- form of expression because it has really helped me calm myself down and i it, it makes me feel more relaxed 
So yeah. I always wanted to be an author. Of course, I didn't know that I'll be an author at the age of sixteen. But, <laughs> but yes, it, writing has always been, you know, another passion for me. And then I just connected this to clothing psychology, and that's how I wrote this book. Great. So, kind of, when did you write your book, and when did you first learn about clothing psychology? Right. So it was December two thousand nineteen. After the tournament was over, <laughs> I started working on this book because um, that's where I actually found out about clothing psychology. I started researching, and then it took me around um, four or five months to complete writing the book, and then another four or five months to actually get it published. So it was a long, long process of a whole year where I had to make edit. edits i had to write i had to get it published so it took me 12 months but then finally there it was the book in my hands yeah i can imagine that must have been such oh a surreal yes. moment <laughs> like so holding very, a book yeah, it's the you know the most i can't even imagine like <laughs> it's a very no, Carol, satisfying feeling because you know you yeah. have worked on something for so long and then you finally have that in your hands with your name on it So it really feels very good. Mm. <laughs> Can't even imagine writing a paragraph, <laughs> let alone a whole book. Um, so, in terms of your future, do you see yourself maybe writing anything else? Um, if you do, would you write something else about clothing psychology, or would you like to write about something different? Right. So, um, I am in fact like you know working on my um second book, and I, this time I've picked a subject on Vedic literature. So you know there is the Gita, the Bhagavad Gita. There are Vedic literature in India. We have Vedic literature, which is very very you know uh, it helps us connect to our roots. So I really wanted right. to research about that because I really wanted to you know explore the spiritual side of things. So that's something I started researching about, and I hope to write, um, complete writing the book on this subject. And I also, you know, want to explore new types of psychologies. Like, you know, you must have heard of dream psychology, digital mm. psychology. So I hope to explore these subjects um, in future. <laughs> You've done so much. Thank you. You're doing so much. Thank you so much. Hi everyone! I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about her story, the podcast. Now we have been loving this recently, and we feel like it's really relevant to this episode because we are talking all about not being limited by your age, your gender, your circumstances. And if you enjoy that type of discussion and that topic, then you should definitely go and listen to her story. Her story, the podcast, is hosted by comedians Shelby Stockton and Amy Clare. Now, history is mostly written by men, so her story is for those who want to hear about the women who have shaped our world, for better or worse, but mostly better. If you've had enough with the basic doldrum history books and want something different, entertaining with a touch of comedy, then this podcast is for you because it's not history; it's her story. Thanks, guys. Let's get back on into the episode. Um, so, what do you think has been your biggest obstacles you faced so far from either writing your book or creating your foundation? Right. So, I feel you know the biggest obstacle that I faced was trying to turn my plans into action because that's a struggle that most of us face. We all have dreams. There are billions of people in the world who see dreams, but there are only you know 
a few people who are able to actually execute those who are actually able to you know turn their dreams into reality so that has been a very very big challenge because i have a hundred plans in my mind but it is not mm-hmm. easy to execute all of them and it takes a lot of uh, mental strength to actually do that like if i talk about my book there must be at least 10 incidents when i was like you know wanting to give up i didn't want to come go through the entire process because it was very very long and um you know it was tedious you feel like doing things quick you want results fast you can't you don't have the patience to actually uh, wait for so long for something to happen so that was a obstacle i faced i wasn't like you know very um i was wanted to give up in the middle at quite a you know quite sometimes but then that's what i keep to uh, keep telling myself that you know it's not going to fetch me any results if i give up and i need to just do what i'm doing mm. if i have started something then i have to complete it so that spirit of not giving up if everyone uh, harnesses that then they will be able to achieve a lot in life that's really good advice <laughs> <laughs> i need to use some of that um so you have so many different interests and achievements do you have anything more that you want to aspire and achieve in the future okay so um i I want to become a YouTuber. That's a new <laughs> that's a new field that I really want to explore. So I have um, you know been you know this making scripts for my videos, trying to shoot some videos and I really hope to launch my YouTube channel this year. Oh, that's amazing. That. Yeah, you. that's a really good idea. Thank you. You have so much. What type of stuff as well? You have so many stories and so much experience at such a young age. You'll definitely be a good influence if you start a YouTube. So Thank you so much. Yeah. Can I just ask a question about your YouTube? What do you think you'd be um putting on there? Like what type of right. videos? Right. So I I want to put like research based videos which um talk about questions that most of us face and the target audience is going to be the youth like teenagers mainly and you know we have a lot of questions that we all have in our daily lives for example marks studies why are they important um stuff like that so i really want to address these uh, questions in a very different way which is based on statistics facts and advice from various books and various experts in that subject so i want to research on mm. those when i find it satisfying and when i find it you know helps me as a person then i will try to put that on youtube yeah. <laughs> um, thank you have you ever been held back by your age i know you've accomplished so much but are there certain limitations by doing everything you've done at such a young age right so it's definitely you know people have questioned me because of my age and when i initially started of writing a book and when i initially started my organization then a lot of people had a lot of questions because they felt you know she just has these plans and she won't be able to do anything because she is just 16 right now and at the point when i started my organization i had i was in 10th grade and in 10th we have these board exams which are the most uh, you know the most critical exams that are there in the school years so it was a very you know difficult time there was so much academic pressure and um, you know people really felt that you know we won't actually be able to do um, whatever we have planned so but then again i feel age is not really a limiting factor in the path of success because age um, 
is age is just a number and if you really have a you know if there is actually a will then there is always a way and um, it's all about your higher goal if you are very passionate and determined to achieve something then nothing there's no stopping you basically <laughs> well that's really good advice and you've been giving a lot of good advice throughout this episode <laughs> um but do you have any final advice for teenagers or young people who want to go down a similar path to you um those who want to make a change sure so i feel you know one advice that i really really abide by and i feel that if teenagers abide by two they'll really be able to achieve a lot more than they already are and that is time management because everyone in the world has 24 hours in a day you don't have 22 hours or you don't have 26 hours everyone <laughs> has been given the same amount of time so the way you actually utilize that time is going to define your parameters for success so the penny of time is in everyone's pockets the way you spend it really you know depends on you and that's why i feel you know in business we learn about this concept called opportunity costs so if you're doing something if you're investing your time in say watching netflix then you're going to lose out that time and you won't be able to do anything else at that particular time so it's very mm-hmm. important to define your priorities and you need to know you know what to do um first and what to do like later on so if you're like watching netflix as as soon as you wake up then you're not going to be able to do other things that are probably more important than uh, what you know recreation so um <laughs> so basically have um, urgent and important make an organizational chart where you put in all the tasks you have and define which ones of them are like urgent and which ones are important and which ones are both urgent and important so naturally you will complete urgent and important first then urgent then important and then the other things that you want to do and you know you really want to have fun so you can do that afterwards so <laughs> it's just about managing your day and if you are able to manage it well then you will be able to you know achieve so much that you won't even imagine how much you can actually do that's great I've never looked at it that way like having everyone has the same amount of time in a day and it's just depending on what you do that's so great (laughs) well (laughs) that's all the questions we have for you today but do you want to take a minute to tell our listeners where they can find you your social medias and also where they can find out more about um your foundation and even your book as well sure Sure. Thank you so much. So um, you can find me on uh, Instagram and my username is pushy33. Um, and you can always email me anytime. It's bushitahujadari.gmail.com. And um, Samvedna, if you want to look at the organization, then our Instagram page is Samvedna Chess. And we have our website also. So you can log on to samvednaonline.com. Great. Thank you. And I'll Thank leave the you. links. I'll leave the links to those in the description of the podcast episode so everyone can go and find them and Perfect. go Thank find you out so more. Much. <laughs> That's all right. Well, thank you. It was you. really We've... such a pleasure speaking to you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Well, it's been thank so you. great talking to you as well. I feel like we've all learned so much and you just have so much mm. to offer and I feel like 
you know, at 16, I don't know what I was doing. I was never really <laughs> doing that. <laughs> and thank you so much. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you again for coming on. We've enjoyed talking to you so much. And again, you guys can go and check out all the socials and everything you need to know is going to be in the podcast description. And make sure you follow our Instagram, which is at the Little Women Podcast. Um, so you can hear about new guests. And if you want to come on the show, then send us a DM. Like, we're always open to having new people on. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you again. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you. Bye. bye. Thank you. Bye.